This is for all the girls who grew up without strong geek role models to help them discover their geek dreams. For everyone who's ever been quizzed about their video game knowledge because those are playing Geek Hearing is working to bring female identifying geeks into the prime to be the role models, dreams, and voices. About to show these boys how we do it. Higher, further, faster, baby. It's not about deserve. I'm not an owl! A girl has no name. There is something supernatural at work here. It's about what you believe. Did I stop on your mom? Guardian Leviosa. From now on, you do as I do. May the odds be ever in your favor. Are you ready for this? Are you ready for this? Welcome to Geek Herring, a critical geek culture podcast where we talk the good and the bad parts of being a chick in a male-dominated environment. Hi, I'm Amanda, and with me today is my awesome, hilarious, wonderful, over there in Austria, with the light shining on her ethereal co-host, Monica. <laughs> the light shining on her ethereal. Hi, Amanda! Hi! How you doing? Great, thanks. How are you? I am good, and I'm excited once again! I'm also excited, but why are you excited? Hmm, let me think. Maybe because we have some really someone really special on today. That's the same reason I'm excited. <gasps> what a coincidence we're that we're excited about the same Shocking. thing. <laughs> <laughs> I was so excited like that like... my dog just came to rescue me because I just oh, wow. <gasps> We're like really dorking up the excitement here. <laughs> I love it. Which is amazing. Yes. So hi. We have hi. a guest, CD. Hi, Amanda. Hi, Monica. Hi, CD. So glad that you can join us today. Yeah, glad to. We're excited that your voice is better now after your yeah. weekend of sickness. But you sound yeah, amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I didn't sound very good earlier. So. <laughs> but I'm better now. I'm better now. That's amazing. So glad. Yeah. For those of you who don't know who Siti is, Titi not only is part of the amazing community that Amanda and me met in at, was it proper grammar? No, it wasn't. No, but, but that's okay. <laughs> thank you. People will still understand what I'm saying. But Siti is also an amazing artist. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. Who does, yeah. I mean, I think it's kind of like even body positive comics with a lot of love yeah. and romance and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So we thought that's the best reason to have someone on our podcast, Body Positive Geek. We should have more of that. We should. So, Sidi, welcome to Geek Herring. Do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, yes. Yeah, well, my name is Sidi. I'm from the, the Netherlands. Ooh. Yeah, uh, part Dutch, part Indian. Um, I love uh, to tell stories ever since I was a little girl. Uh, my love for making comics was about high school age and then it developed into making my comics more uh, body positive and diverse so everyone uh, could can recognize themselves uh, in my work and positive uh, representation and experience to see themselves and yeah it just makes them genuinely happy to see themselves in positive light I love it so much every time I see your comics I'm just like Oh, this makes me so happy. Just everybody's so happy and like, it, like you say, it's diverse and you see yourself there and it's like, oh, this is great. Like, it just feel represented up yeah, in yeah, city yeah. art. This yeah. feel especially comics is also an area. It's not even an area that is easily overlooked. That is also something where 
we need more representation of things because it's also very stereotypical in so many various comic genres, I think. Because manga, they have never seen a chubby person in a manga, I can't recall. And also in other comics, like, is there a body positive Marvel version of one of them? I can't think of one. If I saw long time ago a post about a fat superheroine, but I completely forgot her name. I'm so there is one, there is one. I know there is one, but I completely forgot it. So sorry. No problem at all. <laughs> I mean, there are a lot of comics out there, so we yeah, probably yeah. can't know all of them. No, but mm-hmm. yeah, and Marvel <laughs> at least does some good work towards representation of various kinds of people, I guess, yeah, better I- than others sometimes. Yeah, that's right. I have my critics, but... Oh, yeah, throw I, it all out there. I want to know all the criticism. I have, in a general sense, like in many cases, I can sense that they only do it for get points. Yeah. Like, oh, look at us. We are being so uh, uh, cool. We show gay people. We show fat people. Oh, look at us. Give us your money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can just sense that. that no, you, don't, you only do it for the money. You don't do it because you really care about the public. So that is, yeah, that's my feeling towards big companies. So, and I'm mostly drawn towards small productions and indie productions because those people, they show more feeling, they have more passion, show more heart into their works, and it shows. Mm. Like, we're gay, we want to show uh, other gay people that we exist, that, uh, that we have uh, the right to live, to be happy, and they, they show that in their work. You can really feel that. I'm more, I'm more for the small works to support them. Yeah, that is good. And they're lucky to have a talented artist working yeah. with them as well. Yeah. So let's shoot into our rapid fire round. So basically, we just ask you a few questions and do you answer just them. Just a little get to know you section. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I'm not drum rolling this time because that went terribly bad. Yeah, you're very bad at it. I know. Maybe we need a soundboard or something. But yeah. Yes. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> if anybody wants to sponsor, send us one to uh, play with. Like, we're fine with that. Just slide into our DMs. We won't announce our addresses publicly on our podcast, but we'll send you it if you send us something. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Totally not fishing for any goodies or anything here. No. Okay. So, rapid fire round. Let's go. Where are you from? Yeah, from the Netherlands. <laughs> <laughs> Since when are you a geek? So maybe a year or maybe a story of your first geeky experience? I think my truly first geeky experience uh, is when Pokemon got really big. I became really fan of Pokemon and anime and so big that I made uh, even my own Pokemon cards and my own uh, Pokemon. <laughs> I drew nice. my own <laughs> Yeah. So I think that is my... The gateway drug, so to speak. (laughs) (laughs) We all have a geeky gateway drug. It's okay. (laughs) Yeah. So what are your biggest influences? So it could be books, could be movies, TV shows, teachers, games, or any other artists or whatever comes to mind. I think in the beginning, it was mostly anime, like Pokemon, Digimon. Uh, My biggest of the anime I'm biggest fan of is Trigon. Ah, okay. Trigon. Looks quite bloody, or is it just something that I interpret here? Is it just very red? He wears uh, a big red coat, so... Ah, okay. (laughs) 
Yeah, so I think uh, anime has influenced you know, with art, storytelling, and recently I'm now also looking at European ones and American uh, styles, comics, movies, animation, get inspirations and see how other people do it. I can see how that makes sense because it is a very specific style, the yeah. anime and manga style, and it doesn't mean that nothing else can't be used or done or influence you as well. That's cool. Um, so what are your current geeky pastimes? I think now I'm really big into Western comics. Western? Like country? You who? Oh, bam, no, bam, bam, uh, oh. oh, no, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry, sorry, sorry. I mean, uh, with Western, I mean American and European comics. Ah, yeah. <laughs> so that makes a lot of sense a lot of now. New, uh, new things. Because at first was really big anime and manga so i have also a real closet full of manga and now i think it's time to cover some new ones from europe and america canada and all the other countries so i'm collecting them i mean i'm kind of disappointed now that it's not cowboys bang bang and something but i still i can i can see how what you mean and that's also great (laughs) so that was already a rapid fire round we're getting so much quicker at them this is impressive yeah we we're learning as we go (laughs) Took us what one and a half years to to remember why we even created them. Okay, so Diddy, what is the geeky thing we're talking about today? Uh, yeah, uh, about my work, about uh, body positive comics. Love it, diverse representation in comics. Yeah. Here we go. What do you love about it? What do I love about it? That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just didn't love it. I always love telling stories and comics there's so full possibilities in comics so many styles so many genres and, and i i think in in comics there is mostly in web comics like uh, from indie comic creators there is more representation than you see in current mainstream media like there are people who just show more of themselves like hey we exist this is our story. There are uh, wonderful webcomics uh, with uh, black characters, the Latino, uh, various characters from the LGBTQ community. And it's just wonderful to read to all, all these stories. And from so many various people, I find it just so fascinating and just wonderful because it really shows that the world is not just, just white or skinny and male. It just, it's just so much more. And it really shows that in a webcomic. And I just love that. Was storytelling for you always connected to drawing and art? Or did you start out differently? Or was it first the art and then the storytelling? Uh, it was first the storytelling. Loved reading books, all kinds of books. Uh, mostly fantasy, like Harry Potter. I loved that. One of us. One of <laughs> us. <laughs> I got my dog all excited again. <laughs> Sorry. But anyway, it was started with books. I wanted to write books. But it, it slowly changed to comics. And now, yeah, I just, uh, I'm just drawing nonstop now. <laughs> That's really cool. So when you're in your creative zone of genius and you're writing and you're illustrating and creating these diverse comics, what would a normal day look like for you? Like, how, how do you structure your days? I plan my day in manageable uh, chunks. Like today I'm going to spend an hour writing and next two hours i just draw everything yeah i just work hours or at least in very simple small deadlines like today i write at least one page full or i draw one page or sketch out or else i get overwhelmed i want to do so much 
I so much. Yeah, I just love doing it. Uh, I just I want to do it now. I want to do it quick. But I decided to, uh, now it's better for me to uh, make very small, simple deadlines like today. You're only going to do one page. If it's done, it's done. You can rest. You can do something else. If you can do more, do more. One page is my deadline. I like that method. I do too. Yeah, it really makes so much sense to give yourself small goals that you can hit because the goal of I'm going to make an entire comic today is just (laughs) a tiny bit too much and you can easily just pretend that that's not on the plate and do something else that gets you away from what your initial goal was. So I, I like those hourly limits that you set yourself. It really helps me focus and yeah, and, and it feels like I'm doing more like that, more efficient. It's a really smart method. Do you find or do you set yourself out, like do you outline your comics um, at the start? Like think, not like outline them as in drawing the outlines, but the story, like would you do a story outline? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, really important for story or else you get uh, stuck or you find yourself plot holes. So I always first do a simple, quick outline because like, what do I want to happen? Like this, this, this I want to happen. Then I scratch and rewrite uh, the outline. And then next thing is then to do the full script, like dialogue, what is going to happen, where and when. And there's also rereading, uh, rewriting. And next step is then the storyboards, like the very very tiny, simple, rough comic version, so to say, like uh, how it's going to look like. There's also a uh, lot of, yeah, rereading, rewriting. That sounds like so much work, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Is that a typical way of how, I mean, I guess so. You don't just sit down and draw it and then it's done. You, I guess people always have like these various parts of writing, dialogue, but man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's a bit different for every how they prefer to work or how it works for them but I think if you really want are serious about making comics then it's important to have an outline and then you go further and deeper into the story like how you, do you want it to look like and stuff so you do you do your web comics and you do work for people though still with illustration and everything right yeah yeah so basically you split your day up as well in work for clients and but you have also your dedicated time for yourself to continue the work on your on your comic, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, why I also work in hour periods, like hours for the clients and the other hours for myself. That's good. So you don't get overwhelmed with no. any of your projects. No, no, no. Yeah. That's so smart. This is like life tips how to structure your day (laughs) i'm totally like i mean it's not that i haven't heard this ever before but now i'm again like man life could be so much easier and you can get so many things done if you just stick to what city is saying right now jeez so what made you start the body positive comic in general like why did you find yourself wanting to draw more some love stories with fat people in that in them because we have to embrace the word fat as well. Fat yeah, is yeah, not yeah. a negative thing. No, no, no. Not a negative word. It's just a normal world, a word like thing or tall or short. Mm-hmm. You know? yeah. Not supposed to be a bad word. It's just, yeah, normal words or how to describe someone looks. Yeah, how I started uh, doing it, it was first mostly for me, just for myself. Because the best thing about if you can make things if you miss something and you're like oh I'm just going to make it yourself <laughs> but I have to say it was 
first for me only, and I felt that other people wouldn't like it because, uh, let's say, I was I was a bit brainwashed by mainstream media because if you look, everyone is thin and skinny, mm-hmm. and I thought, yeah, nobody would be interested in it because one of the characters is fat. So I just oh, I just keep it for myself, maybe show it to my friends because I know from them that they will like my work. But then it suddenly just exploded. Like I suddenly get a lot more people, a lot more readers for my comic, and I was like, oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> where did they come from? And it's just, uh, they like my work, and also most of the comments really, it broke my heart, so to say, because I got comments from fat girls, like they, like they found, as they suddenly struck gold, like, oh my god, a comic about a fat girl, oh my god, I look like her. And they, I got comments of girls saying like that my comic gave them hope that they one day could find love and like I just I just, I just cry like oh my god because I was really brainwashed so to say I was just completely blind and then suddenly it opened my eyes like oh my god yes, these girls deserve to see themselves in the world not just in some little corner on the internet just a little tiny corner just they really had to dig for like, no, they deserve to see themselves. So, and now uh, also other people deserve to see themselves. And and just, uh, and now I'm uh, working really hard to make my work as diverse uh, as possible, not only for fat people, but I also want to do for black people, for people of other of races, uh, also for, uh want to do, let's say, uh, put disabled people in it so that they can see themselves. And also, I want to experiment to put sign language in my comics. Nice! Amazing. Yeah, so people can really see themselves like, oh my god, that's me. And they have then a positive experience for themselves. Just, I, I really want to do that for people. So that's really, uh, that gives me energy. Like, if people make people happy. Because most of the time, uh, what you see in the media, if you're not skinny, if you're not white, if you're disabled, there are negative stereotypes. Like you're mm. you're the clown, you're the loser, you're the villain. And I don't want to give people that. This, this, that really gives you a negative experience. Like oh my oh, like I'm fat. I'm 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 not white. Uh, like yeah, I'm a loser. Then the, the people will think. And I don't want that. I want to give people a positive experience of themselves. Like you're worthy of living you're beautiful you deserve love you deserve friendship you deserve power you deserve everything and that is my main goal of what i want to do with my work i don't want to give people a bad feeling i want to give them a positive feeling like oh this is me i can do this i can be uh, a great yeah i uh, like for example uh to see themselves oh i can do that too i can be yeah they just need to see uh, that they that they more, that they more than what they, than what the media shows them now, if I make sense. Sorry. <laughs> you make all the sense. Yeah, yeah, no need to be sorry. That was beautiful. Yeah. And I'm yeah. not crying at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're sorry. No, it's not your fault. Like, yeah. you okay? <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. It hits so home, whatever it is, everything that you said just now, because it's really, and I mean, that. What's the, that's what's the case, right? People, and... Yeah. 
mainstream media and society tells you you're worthless because you're fat you you don't deserve anything because you're fat you have to hide because you're fat and you nobody likes fat girls and you can't all can't be all of the things because you're fat and all the other things that you added right it's not even only that but people of color and people with disabilities they everybody all of their things around them or what they are or who they are is some the society tells them that something is wrong with them or it's a, a flaw at least and I love it that you say it. It's not. It's just not. It's just how a person is, and that doesn't define their worth, and it doesn't mean that they are not worthy of love, and it doesn't mean that they are not worthy of being happy because everybody is worthy of being freaking happy. So I think that's just great, and I love that you also, your reactions were so positive towards it, and that I think that must be a really amazing drive on yeah. what keeps you going as well because, yeah, it's. If you see yourself or if you feel heard for once with, with a comic or with something else, it's just so great for yourself and your mental health and everything. I think it's yeah, amazing. Yeah. Amanda, take over. <laughs> no, I'm just just in total agreement. Like seeing yourself in any kind of art form is really empowering and it's really normalizing as well. Mm. I actually I recently found an Instagram account called Fat art history and it shook it shook i totally art. read that as fart history <laughs> so did i 100 so did i and then i was like that doesn't say fart history it says fat art history i was like only a little bit disappointed that it wasn't fart history when i like was looking through and seeing like beautiful fat paintings and drawings and art throughout history and it was just really beautiful to see like people celebrating bodies of all different shapes and sizes like all throughout history like the account doesn't go back before like the renaissance times i don't think maybe maybe medieval but a lot, i mean a lot of that art is lost anyways but like seeing it even for the past several hundred years like just being celebrated and even though it's not mainstream and it's definitely not something that i think a lot of society takes as something normal now on the whole, even though it obviously is, it was more celebrated throughout history because like when you were fat, you were seen as somebody who had enough money to feed themselves. Mm -hmm. um, so it was, it was a really good thing to be fat. Um, people were like, yay, rich bitch over there. Let's go get her. <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, bitch over there. <laughs> so... Like, okay, it doesn't it doesn't have the same kind of connotation in today's society, but like it I don't know, is it it's just really nice to see, even though we went through an era where fat representation was always the the you were the funny girl or you were the villain, like you say. Like it's just nice that it's finally coming back full circle where well, instead of being like, you know, the rich thing, it's just like it's a normal thing. Bodies have different sizes and we need to celebrate and show them in our art. So sorry, that was really roundabout way to say like, yay. <laughs> <laughs> your characters in your comics are, is it mostly the women who you draw fat or is it also like couples or, or guys or do you focus mainly on the women representation? Yeah, at the beginning it was women, mostly because of the comments I got from girls who see themselves as like, I think it's 
bit more important for them to see themselves in a positive light. But uh, in my later work, I also want to add uh, a fat man. To, nice. Yeah, also give them, uh, put them in a positive light. So I'm working on that. You have so much in your plate already with what you want to add, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Has everyone been really uh, positive and welcoming of your art style? Yeah, so far I haven't got any negative comments. But I think at the moment I'm also a bit small creator. Because when I see some comments of people who are more popular, they also get more negative calls. So I think I'm now a bit just below that. So far, most are all, all very positive. Um, I hope that as you continue to grow in popularity and, and follower count, that it continues to be positive and that just those negative Nellies stay over in their Nelly holes. <laughs> in their <laughs> Nelly holes. Yeah. I mean, at least just as a pre-warning, don't let the asshead trolls get you down because they're just sad little people living their sad little lives, having their own issues. And it yeah. has nothing to do with that your work is not important and that it's not amazing. Just a, And listen to it back again. If ever anything happens, we can record that again and we can tell you again. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a nice vortex to be in at the moment that you don't yet experience trolls with your work because that would be a bummer sometimes a bit weird negative comment but uh the positivity overpowers the negative yeah that's good i know you're quite active on twitter is there a community of more body positive artists or is it just like all artists hang out together yeah i'm uh with communities i'm a bit yeah everywhere i'm sure there is a body positive community but i think on twitter they mostly use uh the text are there any like dudes drawing body positive or in in the body positive art section? Yeah, I think I mostly now follow female artists. There's also some uh, men I follow. I'm sure there are men outside. It's interesting. It's even. I mean, I starting. I'm starting to follow the body positive community in general more at the moment, and. There are way more women out there than there are men. I mean, there are men as well. And in the book that I've read, there were also like black men who, for whom it's really hard to be black and fat. For men, it's always difficult to admit that there is, that they struggle with things because they also then have to admit that they have feelings towards something and that showing emotion is not very toxic masculine or not very masculine in general so i i guess that there is still a bigger threshold for men as well to uh, to 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 dive more into that kind of community but let's just open the door so if you're a fat guy and if you want to draw comics or if you're not a fat guy and you want to draw body positive comics then do that <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah 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 so far, you haven't had. Did you have any negative experiences that's not trolls because of your art, or any any? I mean, you already mentioned the particularly positive experiences that you had with your art, so that's amazing. But anything negative that happened to you because of that? Yeah, not really. Yeah, maybe uh, one comment that I'm promoting an unhealthy lifestyle. Mm -hmm. I can imagine that that with fast positivity, that people are going to complain that you're promoting unhealthy lifestyle but that's just not the case at all yeah but, but it was just a tiny comment that they just ignored i mean and that's the go-to argument of people who have generally nothing else to say about that yeah, yeah. fat positivity is not about uh an unhealthy lifestyle it's more that fat people deserve respect too it doesn't matter what their health are they can be super healthy healthier than, than the skinny person 
uh, or they may have all kinds of diseases, but they still deserve uh, your respect. I think that's where a lot of people don't seem to get it, that it's not about how, how the problem is that fat people have a lot of mental health issues that they have to deal with because of all the negative um, things happening because of what they are. So, so you're fat, you're unhealthy, you need to be ashamed of yourself, you're, you're lazy, you're, you're all of the negative things. But what fat positivity and body positivity in general is telling you is that it doesn't, I don't give a flying fuck how you look, you deserve everything you want in your life to be happy to be loved and you're worthy of everything and that's really what it's what it's promoting and not gain more weight and 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 eat more food and 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 do all of that do you think that um within art and illustration there's any kind of aspect of gender inequality because from the outside looking in i will say that the artist community generally seems pretty welcoming um they're i mean other than getting your work stolen and claimed by somebody else and put on t-shirts for profit and all that bullshit. Like the actual community itself seems pretty, pretty awesome to be part of. Yeah, it is a very warm community. Uh, It is, uh, however, right now still very wise and very male dominated. So uh, uh, what you also often see on Twitter that people uh, who have project, comic projects, that they use special text uh, to search for specific, for female artists, for black artists, to uh, give them more of a spotlight, okay, hey, here, uh, show us your work. So that's, that's still also something that needs a bit more work. I guess it's with, with all, representation always matters, and all these minority groups uh, still need... Their, vo- their voice is amplified. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you. That sounded way better than more airtime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think like just the promotion of diverse artists is is really important on Twitter, on any kind of social media, and supporting financially as well. Because um, mm. I mean, you need to support artists. Because without art, there's less beauty in the world. Yeah. Um, City, what advice would you give to a young geek girl that is interested in exploring art, uh, writing, creativity, illustration, um, especially if they want to do something that's not mainstream, that is more diverse? And yeah, I think very important is to stay close to what you love, uh, what you love to write. Like uh, if you love romance, stick with romance, then your story very important. Uh, write an outline what you want to happen. Also, if you're a beginning comic artist, uh, start with small, short comics. If you're going to write a comic that's about the size of Harry Potter, that is very overwhelming and too much work. Don't do that. Start very small, like maybe 10-page comic. Start small. And I think if you want to make it diverse, then uh, I say do research. Check out other artists. Check out uh, styles. Practice how to draw all kinds of people study what there's also uh, now if you are very serious there are also now sensitivity readers like for example if you want to write a story that contains uh, a transgender person but you're not transgender you know nothing about it there's also people uh, sensitivity readers who offer themselves to read your work 
and to write a point out for like, no, it's not like that. And if you are serious and if you uh, are going to write about a minority you're not coming with or you're not part of, there are sensitivity readers. That's amazing. Yeah, that's, that's a cool job description. That sensitivity reader. I mean, not for me. I mean, I can sensitivity read for fat people. That's no problem. But <laughs> but everything else is just that's just so cool. Thanks so much for sharing all of that with with us. Yeah, thank you very much, City. Um, where can our listeners find you online? Uh, my very own site called uh, AppleDragon.nl. This is where I uh, store most of my art. I'm also on Twitter, Miss M Dutch. We will put all of that in the show notes so that people can find you and read your amazing comics. Thank you. Thanks so much for doing this with us today. Yeah, thank you. This was a lot of fun. So yeah, thank you for to- being here. Totally did not make me emotionally, emotional at all. Monica was a recrier. <laughs> it, ha- it has to happen to me once too. It can't be the only I know. one crying okay. on our podcast. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you and bye everyone. Bye everyone. Bye. If you like this episode of Geek Caring, why not leave us an iTunes review? You can also find us on social at Geek Caring and over on geekcaring.com. This show is brought to you by Dragon Powered Studios. Find more at dragonpoweredstudio.com.